welcome to Coffee with Craft. Welcome back to the Coffee with Craft podcast, where we hold for just two whole seconds because my guest has a mint in her mouth. You're Speaking so of my guest, her name is Megan. Megan Patterson. It used to be Megan Craft. She's my sister, and she's here to join us today. Hey, Megan, what's up? Hey, not much. You're Hi. being very rude already. I'm being rude. How am I being rude? You told everybody that I was chewing a mint. That was factual. There's nothing rude about it. Yes, it is. All right, whatever. Uh, Megan, I'm glad you can join me on the show. You're the first family member on the Coffee with Craft podcast. How's that make you feel? I feel pretty special right now. You feel pretty special? I do. You should feel like also that you're just right down. Me and Megan live in the same apartment complex. So she lives like literally five steps from my front door. So, yeah. so uh, I was a last resort. <laughs> so she was like, I was like, I need a podcast guest this week. Uh, hey, Megan, what you doing? <laughs> Not funny. It's a little honest, but also uh, I plan on getting all the craft siblings and the mother on here at some point because I think the mother, the what mother, is she, like our motherboard. <laughs> The mother, the mother, the mothership on here at some point. I plan on doing all that because I think it could be a whole lot of fun to do episodes. Although I'd be worried about Brad's episode because this is a PG podcast and he is very <laughs> R-rated as an individual. Not all the time. Okay, but when I try and take a Snapchat video with him, I can't even send it because I'm appalled. <laughs> and it takes a lot to offend me. Uh, you're right. You're right. So, uh, but anyway, joking aside, Megan, there's probably quite a few people who listen to this podcast who maybe don't know you, don't know uh, a whole lot about you. I actually, someone said to me the other day, this was funny, you have siblings? Oh my gosh, come on, I talk about you guys all the time. <laughs> and I was like, I guess, like, sometimes I don't always talk about you guys. Like, not unintentionally. Right. Just because, like, I'm so laser focused on, like, I'm a task-oriented person, you know, so when I, I get laser... That laser focused on a task or laser focused on other individuals I sometimes don't share my life but if you get on Instagram at the story of craft you know it's no secret that I have siblings That's uh, pretty true. but so for the people who don't know you tell us just a little bit about yourself and what you do and all that fun stuff maybe hobbies I don't know <laughs> hobbies who has time for hobbies <laughs> anyways well you kind of took the thunder so I'm your sister I'm a little under two years younger than you. A little under. Yeah, I'm 23. Um, you're 21. I'm 22. Oh, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm turning 24 in February. Yes. So it's like probably like not. No, a it's year not and nine, nine months. months, I think. Is it a year and nine months? Is that what it is? Roughly a year yeah. and nine or ten months. But I just got married in June, so living that life. I just graduated college, so starting all that new. I'm a fourth grade teacher, so... I get to hang out with little fourth graders all the time. They're fabulous, and I love them. So I don't really have extra time for a whole lot of stuff, but I do like to read and watch movies in my free time. So What book are you reading right now that you just, like, it's, you're captivated by it? Um, well, I was reading a book called The Hamster Princess for one of my kids because they asked me to read it. So I mean, Welcome to Coffee with Craft, where our book reviews are about The Hamster Princess. It's a cute book, but that's what I'm reading right now because she asked me to read it, so I'm going to read it. Okay. That's awesome. That's funny. Um, so when you're not reading The Hamster Princess or you're not teaching uh, fourth grade, you're married to Jordan, my brother-in-law. I officiated that wedding, so, you know, I do weddings, podcast world, so if you ever need a officiant, call me up. 
Uh-huh. He charges a lot of money, though. I did yours for free. <laughs> you said the only reason free. I have you is because you're free. True. <laughs> True. Um, penny pinch where you can. Penny pinch where you can when your brother officiates. Uh, but So you and Jordan have been married like four months now. Mm, yeah. Like, what was it, June? Yeah, we got married in June. Wow, that's insane. So you guys got married in June. You've married four months. And I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question, but I just thought of it. And so I think it'll be funny. What is one thing you didn't expect when you got married? One thing I didn't expect? Like, you've been married four months now. Like, I'm sure, like, you walked into it because you and Jordan are logical people. So I'm sure there's a lot of it where you're like, oh, we expect, you know, we're going to fight about silly things because we're just figuring out how to live with another person of the opposite sex, you know, and stuff like that. But like, what, what's something maybe you didn't expect to come up that you're like, oh, hey, this is, this is weird. Or I didn't expect Jordan to do this. Or I didn't expect myself to do that. I think the hardest thing is you grow up in a house with multiple siblings. I mean, two brothers and a sister. And there was always someone in your room. Like, we always, me and Mary always shared a room. Or, and you and Brett shared a room. And so, like, you're always around people in your close quarters. So, it's like, you think you're okay living with another person of the opposite sex when you have siblings of opposite sex. But it's, like, an earth shaker having to live with someone of the opposite sex in such a confined space as an apartment. Even though you're used to it with siblings in two bedrooms, it's just like the littlest things. I like. I, I'm a like neat freak, and so the littlest are. things drive me insane. It could just be like yesterday's work clothes are still laying on the floor, and it like just makes me want to crawl in a hole <laughs> and kick the wall. I think it's funny growing up, uh, and even like now, like we're in my apartment recording now, and it's very obvious. Uh, that it's a Eric Kraft apartment. It's a very man apartment. It's a very man apartment, as Megan likes to put it. Um, but growing up, Megan's room was always spotless. Like, I remember, like, mom was never yelling at Megan to clean her room. Mary, yes. Because the only reason your room was ever dirty was if Mary let it get dirty. Yep. Because Mary is a lot like me and Brett in that regard, where we just throw stuff wherever and don't care. And I remember if you were to walk into mine and Brett's room, it's like World War Three and Four, <laughs> yep. and maybe a little bit of the zombie apocalypse that happens after World War Four, all kind of exploded in this little space that was our bedroom. Oh yes, um, it was always a joy for me to clean. I liked cleaning, which is <laughs> so funny because like I'm not a cleaner at all. But that's cool. Uh, yeah. You and Jordan, you live right down the road from me, so I see you guys all the time. Yeah, we do a lot together. We do do a lot together, which is weird because. There's a period of time where, like, all four of us didn't hang out, like the siblings. Right, and I think that was a lot to do with, I mean, we were all at different stages in life. You had just graduated college, and you were kind of all over the place trying to figure out where you fit in. I was still finishing college. You had Brett kind of in that, I just finished high school, not quite there. And then he started college, and Mary's still in high school now. So right. it's like, Mary's the last one at home with the mothership. Almost out. <laughs> Almost out. Mom's about to be an empty nester. This is why she has dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's why anybody has dogs. That's why anybody has dogs, because they're afraid of being alone. Ooh, that's too real for some people, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but joking aside, Megan, we grew up in a very similar household. Our experiences are pretty much the same. Like, if we were to look at it, we were handed the same thing. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of differences, especially for me and you being only a year and nine months apart. Yeah. Um... I think being a year and nine months apart, like, everything we experienced was very similar. 
Yeah, whereas, I would say most things are very similar. Whereas, like, Brett experienced the world a whole lot differently than me. Because even when, like, the big moments happened in our family, and, like, we don't need to necessarily get into all the big moments uh, in this little half-hour podcast, but, like, when the big moments happened, like, Brett was substantially younger, you right. know? Yeah. He was, like, five or six years younger than me, and then Mary was way younger than me, you know? Right. Um, and so with that age difference, like, each one of us had a different lens in how we viewed the world and maybe viewed events in our life. And yeah. uh, we, even though we had maybe the same age lens of viewing the world, turned out drastically different. No, I totally agree. There like, was a lot different that you can see very clearly. And I think you, even if you look at pieces of our childhood with our interests and stuff like that, it's just so different. It's so interesting to see how different it is and... So how would you say me and you are different? Because I'm always, I've never asked you this question. I was actually, when I was prepping for this episode, I was really curious. Like, what does Megan think we're different in? Depends on when, like, what time period you're talking in. I think as adults, we're very different. But even as kids, we were similar in certain things, but very different in others. Okay, so let's think of, let's think of, let's go teenagers to now young adults. Let's do those two time frames. Yeah. I can't remember past 10 years old. <laughs> like, before 10 years old, it's all just a blur. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I was that. playing Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And it was fun. And some you days... the Beyblades going on. Oh, and the Beyblades. Um, <laughs> kids I, still play with those, I gotta kids, say. It's can we popular. have a side note? This, this episode's gonna be a little different because it's a conversation with my sister. And you're gonna hear so much about me that you just didn't expect. So, thanks for pulling up a chair and listening. But... Remember, like, it was senior year of high school that, like, I, and I think it had everything to do with the changing of my life of getting ready to graduate and leaving all my friends, but it was, like, spring of senior year. I got super into Beyblades again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember that. Like, that was so hilarious. It came out of nowhere. I was just sitting in my room, and I ran downstairs like, Mom, we're going to Walmart. Why? I'm buying Beyblades. And I bought, like, a hundred dollars worth of Beyblades senior year. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) And I was just upstairs in my room, like, flinging them on the hardwood floor and having a blast. I'm like, this is great. All the while, I was avoiding my problems because I'm graduating in three months. Hey, 18, 10, all the same in in all actuality. (laughs) Right. Uh, But so, let's let's go from that... uh, Let's just talk about high school us and then college us slash adult us. So like high school us, how do you think we were different? Well, I liked school and you definitely did not. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's just like that was something that was always, I was always involved in something. I was always busy. Not so much on the sports end. I'm not super duper athletic in any sense. I, you know. You played softball though. I did. I did play softball. Which I always forget that you did that. Right. Because it's such a small blimp on the high school career. Right, I only played for two years, so I mean it was a very small blimp, and we're done. But I was always involved, whether that was through marching band or pet band in the fall and the spring, and then I had all the, like, science olympiads and stuff like that. I was involved in a lot of academic extracurriculars, and so I was always busy when it came to stuff like that. So I wasn't really sportsy, but I was involved in lots of stuff, and I mean, I took six math classes in, or eight, eight math classes in four years. So <laughs> definitely a difference in like our, kind of our feelings towards school. You were just like, I got to do what I got to do and I'm going to get out. <laughs> Which that, isn't a bad thing. It's was, just you were ready so to go. I, I was done with high school, 
day three. <laughs> three days into freshman year, I'm done! Um, so we were different in definitely the academic realm, because uh, you were you were so focused on your academics. Like, I yeah. remember, like, that bothered me as a Oh, it bothers person. me now, <laughs> like, like, looking back on myself. Like, as a person, because I've always been super laid back. Yeah. Like, I've never been high-strung by the expectations I place on myself academically mm-hmm. or even on when I get somewhere in life. Uh, mm-hmm. I think now, like after being out of college, maybe that's different. We can talk about that in a few minutes here. But like in high school, for sure, like I was just like, I'm going to do whatever, man. Like right. I remember freshman and sophomore year, I just kind of coasted. Mm-hmm. And then I think junior year when I first got my job at Red Lobster, that's where like I came into my identity. Right. In some way, like... That's I what found, you felt good about. That's I what felt you liked. joy in working. I made money from doing it. I could go out and do things with people. Yeah. Um, like I remember having that experience and going, this is a lot. Like, this is what I was meant to do. Because, like, there were no extracurriculars for, uh, especially at Piqua High School where we, I attended three years, you attended four years. Um, there were no extracurriculars for the weird, goofy nerdy no yeah there wasn't they didn't have anything like cool you know who didn't know what like who wasn't good at science and math or anything like that and couldn't play an instrument to save his life um he played the trombone i was in junior (laughs) high and don't talk about it um but but like even in high school like i felt man i felt so out of place from everyone else because um even all my friends were, like, science Olympiad nerds. You know, right. like, Megan and Kara, Stevie, Corey. Um, they were all science Olympiad nerds. James was James and all that fun right. stuff. But, like, for me it was, man, like, I just worked. <laughs> no, yeah. And, I mean, I think that's just some where you saw the different ideas. I mean, I looking back at myself, I almost regret some of the stuff that I did just because I, I held myself to such a high expectation. And in the end, it didn't didn't really matter. Yeah, it's I like think you put so much pressure on yourself, and in the end, it's like, does it matter? Like, it doesn't I remember, afterwards. Right. I remember we were driving one day, and I was driving you. I had just come home for, like, a couple days in the spring of my freshman year of college, and you were talking, or not college. Or, yeah. It was it was either spring or fall of college, and you were a senior at that time, and I was driving you somewhere, and you were complaining about school. You're like, I gotta get my GPA, blah, 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 blah. I was like, Megan... What grade do you have? It's a 98, but it needs to be 103 for this GPA. And I was like, Megan, it's a 98. Calm down. You're fine. Like, you're already into the university you want to go to. Like, you're done. Like, just stop. Right. Breathe. You don't understand, Eric. I actually care about my grades. <laughs> and you said that, and I was like, what a hoe. <laughs> like, like, wow. That's the worst you're ever going to hear me say on this podcast, and it's about my sister. Um, <laughs> but I was so mad. I was like, who do you think you are? <laughs> like, I was so upset, but it was, I think, for so long, like, you had that expecta- expectation of, like, I'm the smart one in the family. Right. I have to be the one. Right. And I this. felt like, I think I almost felt like I had to, I had this peace looming over me. Like, our younger siblings are hundreds of times more athletic than I will ever be. Oh, and me too. And it's like, I was just like, well, that's what I'm good at. So that's what I have to prove I'm good at. And so, like, instead of pouring myself into something that I cared tremendously, like, 
passionate about. I just was like, oh, I'm good at that. I got to do that. And I've had numerous conversations with people. I, I mean, I did it most of the way through college until I got to my last year and I looked at my like I looked at myself and I was like why am I doing this to myself yeah I know that I'm going to be good at what I do I don't need a grade card in college isn't going to tell me if I'm going to be good at what I'm doing right and so I, de- I definitely think that was somewhere we were different especially in high school just because I kept putting so much pressure on myself I was like man I wish I'd have just coasted right through <laughs> instead of taking five AP classes in your senior year when you could have just sat back and relaxed. Megan's senior <laughs> year was five AP classes. Mine was film as literature one and two. Um, I think I took speech class. I think I waited until <laughs> my senior newspaper. Uh, which if Mrs. Allen, if you're listening to this, I love newspaper every second of it, but it was also super easy. Um, it was a nice one. It was fun. It was it was a great class for me to have. I think the hardest class I took my senior year was algebra two. <laughs> <laughs> I was in calc two. Oh, I took calc. A- I took AP government and I took uh, I took college uh, sociology. Yeah. Which I took college sociology for an entire year, and I took AP government for an entire year. So those right. were my first two periods gone out of the day, and then films literature was third. Um, Fourth slash fifth period was speech because lunch was like right there in the middle. Yeah. Uh, last lunch, so we went. F- it was weird, and then I think I took a business law class. <laughs> like I took a bunch of random stuff that didn't matter. Like I just remember going, I have all my credits. Dope. I guess I'll just take eight random classes. <laughs> I would. You probably take English because you have to get English. Oh, I had to take English twelve. That was my fourth period. Was English twelve with Mister Neary. Oh, Mr. Neary. I felt so bad. <laughs> Our class, was, class terrible was terrible. We had this friend in high school. His name was Brandon. This is how we are similar. <laughs> he was the worst. We Brandon can, was not the worst. We can I agree love on that. I love Brandon. He's okay. <laughs> um, gosh, that's funny. Okay, so let's flash forward now to college. You started at Miami University. I did. But then transferred to my university, CCU, Cincinnati Christian or whatever. Um, you transferred to CCU because Miami costs too much? and I don't know. I think I started college and I was on this great high and it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I did the same thing I did in high school. I just jumped right in and eloped myself in so much. I was academically doing tons of stuff. I was a double major with a minor and this, that. Like, I had so much going on academically. But then I was also part of the marching band. And then with that, I'm traveling. We're playing at football games. And I loved it. And then I had a friend talk me into doing pep band. Because who doesn't like college sports? And, I mean, you get to play at a college sports game. So I was playing at football games on the weekends. And during the week, I was at volleyball games, basketball games, and hockey games. So literally every night was constantly moving, moving, moving. And I got to this point where I just, in the summer after that first year, I was like, I don't know if I'm happy. I had joined a fraternity, a music fraternity, and I can't sing their praises enough. Those girls are amazing. And Is it I not still, called a sorority? No, it's a fraternity. There's a difference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are a music fraternity. But those girls made my life amazing. And I, I still have connections with girls at, to this day from that fraternity. And they've made a difference in my life. But I just, I felt so empty. Mm. And it was so big. I mean, 40,000 plus kids on a huge campus. Yeah. You don't know who you're walking by every day because 
you don't know half the faces. And I went to I went to high school. Three, two of my best friends from high school went to the same college, and it was still like I, yeah, I didn't know anybody, and so I just felt so empty. And so I was like, I gotta make a change. And so you transferred to CCU, um, and man, that's so good. Like that the point of like you transferred because you felt empty. Yeah. Like yeah, money may have been a factor, and yeah, these other things may have been going on, but like you didn't like where you were and right. you wanted to change and so you you jumped shit i sure did <laughs> like you went from public party school usa in ohio <laughs> to yeah. uh we lie about our partying in the dorms bible college <laughs> i was the boring college kid that didn't do anything didn't do any of it um but i'm just all the CCU people listening to this were like he outed us um how dare he i'm i'm an alumni now i can talk about it um <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I, I guess, because uh, even at CCU, I think the funny part was, like, for a solid, like, three weeks, no one knew we were related. Oh, there were people that my second year of college, like, at CCU were like, Eric's your brother? You're so I can remember, different. I can remember Adam Hendricks sitting in the hilltop saying, I was talking to somebody, and I said, yeah, yeah, me and Eric were doing this the other day. He's like, oh, you know Eric? I was like, yeah, Eric's my brother. And he's like, you're kidding me. He, like, he had no clue. Like, no one put together that Kraft was, like, the name. But we would hang out together all the time, like, all the time when you were on campus and I was on campus. Because I would, like, I lived off campus at that point when you came on. I was a junior. So I got to live on CCU's off-campus housing. Yeah. Which was really, like, just right down the street. I wasn't far. So I was always at campus and hanging out. Um, And the coffee shop and where you were. Because you ended up being employed at the dining hall and becoming grade A superstar supervisor. Uh, Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. And as, I remember, like, so vividly one day, like, uh, we were at, like, this, it was, like, this weird thing going on outside the hilltop where a band was playing or something or people were playing. And one of the girls who was up on stage, like, we were sitting together in this room full of people. One of the girls was up on stage and goes, yeah, you guys are related. I'm like, yeah, like, we are. Like, how weird is that? I know, they were always asking <laughs> Like, they were always like, is, is this weird? Because I like to say that my freshman year at CCU versus who I was my junior year is vastly different. Yeah. Uh, freshman year Eric was still very much high school Eric and still stuck in a lot of the problems that high school Eric right. had. Right, oh, yeah. Because um, I was not a golden child by any means. No, I, I was definitely. I definitely had problems. I definitely was doing things I shouldn't be doing. Uh, this is not the podcast for that right now. It's not the episode for that. But um, I think I walked into CCU and I was, it was the first time I had like come to terms with all the crap in my life. And I just right. got angry. No, yeah. And, I, and mean, I pushed a lot of people away freshman year and then recluded myself sophomore year. Right. So that junior year Eric, the Eric that everyone knows now, mm-hmm. I feel like the Eric who I am now, the one... The person who I always was meant to be didn't actually get to appear until junior year. So no, yeah. I think a lot of people have that preconceived notion of me of like, how are you two so different? Right. And I think a lot of it is like, I mean, you were voted, what, most outspoken in high school. And I think that's still evident. Like you, you aren't afraid to kind of just speak your truth and speak, you know, what's on your heart. And while I do that, it comes... I'm more of that, like, speak softly, but carry a big stick kind of person. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, FDR's <laughs> helping me out here. But, like, I am. Like, I, 
I'll put myself out there, but it take. I mean, it takes a little longer. You're just like, I'm going to tell you how it is, and this is how it's going to be, and this is what I think. No one's ever accused me of not sharing my opinion. That's right. not something I've been <laughs> accused of. And so I think that's like a big difference in college that people, you know, a lot of people think, well, when you're from the fa- same family, if one's a little louder, they're both going to be a little louder. Or if this one's confrontational, this one's going to be confrontational. But in all actuality... Because I'm a confrontational person. Right. I think... But you're not. I, like, I'm passive-aggressive 100% of the time. Megan is passive-aggressive and non-confrontational. So she may not like something that we're going to go do. This happened the other week. We were going to hang out. Uh, we were going to go out and do something. And as we were going out, we were, we were going to leave. And we are going, hey, we're going to go here. Megan goes, oh, great. Like, she said it was such snide and sass. We're like, why are you going if you're going to be this way? Or like, we offered to go to the other place and you said no. You said it's okay to go to the place you guys want to. And we're like, okay, cool. We're going to go there. And then you were just so upset. That's me. I, that's but then we got there and you had fun. You were fine the entire time. I was. and that's. But that is a way, I mean... From high school, I think that's through our whole childhood that's something that's made us different, is you have never been afraid to just, like, stand up and preach it. And I'm just like, I'll do it, but... Preach it. <laughs> a preacher. Um, my audience is different. So the way I go about things is a whole lot different. Yeah, that's fair. Like, the way you proclaim to adults, or even high school and junior high kids, I, I can do that in a sense, but I just... They're 10. <laughs> I, man, it's so fair. I think it was funny. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Growing up, like, I was always the one in the family who was willing to, quote unquote, stand up to mom. Yeah. You <laughs> like, went toe to toe. My tail went between my legs and I took off. <laughs> like, Bye. When I thought Amy Kraft was wrong, yeah. I told her I thought she was wrong. Yeah. And I fought her. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that's where, like, I attain the sense of pride of being right. Right. Nine out of ten times. Like, cause <laughs> you've heard me say that. Like, I'm yeah. right nine out of ten times. Because I don't ever fight somebody on something unless I genuinely think I'm right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I still, yeah. You had just never been afraid to just speak. And I think Brett and Mary are almost the same in that aspect. They're not as afraid to speak out and go for it. And it's like... I'm more like the... Megan plays it safe. Yeah, I play it safe. I don't take any... Megan wants the white picket fence life with the 2.5 kids. And the I want 2.5 2, kids. And the two cars. And the, and, the, and the husband who goes to work and comes home and everything's picture perfect and peaceful and never disruptive. That's the life Megan wants. And I go... If only. And I go, cliff diving? Let's go cliff diving! I go, I go, we're going to stay in Ohio for three minutes, and then we're going to move to California. <laughs> I could never. That's always, but that's always been me. Like, I've always been the person that's like, adventure, let's go. Right. And I'm spontaneous. I think I that's, yeah. I'm spontaneous, but, but I'm not a as. safe brand of spontaneous. Yes, I am not a risk taker. You're in, not. In which any is, aspect, which I've made risks in my life. I mean, jumping colleges in the middle of my college career was a huge risk for me. And getting out in still four years is amazing that you did that. I buckled down very hard. Like the I fact took a very long, stressful semester. It did a lot to me, and more than just more than just academically. Right. And so that which I pushed think, me. I think it'd be fun to talk about another day. Would be that yeah. whole issue. We don't need to go into it now, but I think 
that's another conversation in the future that I want to have with you when you're ready to have that conversation. Um, we're alluding to a lot right now, but that's okay. <laughs> Megan's my sister, and you, you can... make it seem like I'm like <laughs> she's this not. Big she's not hiding a big secret or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think college puts pressure on people that sometimes sucks. Yeah, that no, it does. They just don't know how to deal with. Right. Um. So. This is such a weird conversation because there's really no beginning, middle, and end. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're but, just talking. But we've been talking for a half an hour, and it's been... I feel like it's been really good. Like, I've really enjoyed no, yeah. uh, this conversation. But I think... I want to ask you a question, and I want your answer to be where we kind of end off okay. tonight. Um, everyone... So when people look at groups of siblings, right? Mm -hmm. They always expect similarities. They always expect differences. Um, And I think definitely there's, like, I always felt bad for Brett in high school. And I kind of do feel bad for him now at CCU. Although I don't think as many people realize. I think it's a little different when you're you're in college. But I definitely get what you're saying about high school. Right. like About the whole. Like, oh, you're Eric's brother. Right. You You look so similar. Um, which I don't think he gets it a whole lot in college because he doesn't hang out with the same crowd I ever hung out with. Right. Or isn't even the same major I was. But um, I, I'm having trouble phrasing the question. I think so many people are willing to judge books by their cover. Mm-hmm. Um, or have a perspective on everything about a person just based off a small glimpse, but why is that not a good thing to do? Does that make sense what I'm trying to say or figure out, like, or get to the bottom of? This is really... Like, people kind of take a snapshot of, like, oh, there's four of you, you're all the same kind of thing, and yeah. why should they not do that? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, let's, let's go that route. Well, I mean, I think that works with anything. I mean, I have 22 fourth graders in the same class, and I tell them the same thing. You do not judge a book by its cover, because... Just because someone's had a similar background or similar situation in their lives, there is so many similarities, but there are so many, like, our emotions and what's inside of our bodies controls 90% of our actions. And so it's like, we've experienced the exact same things in our life, but it's affected us and changed us in so many different ways. Right. When, I mean, we talked about the whole thing, high school was different for us, and it's just our passions, everything is so different between person to person. The two of us were a little more, I mean, generational-wise, we're a little older than our siblings. And you can see the difference between, the like, we're the same in certain aspects. We're the older two siblings. We're more, like, driven to be adults at this point in our lives. We're more kind of focused and less about the, woo we're, you know, kids kind of thing. And Sorry to all the headphone wearers for that <laughs> last note. But, like, the music we listened to was vastly different. Our, I mean, our relationship with God, I think, is a lot different, too. I mean, we were brought into the church a little later than both of our siblings. But at the same time, yeah, our faith we, was has been a lot different. We, we didn't start going to church even until... You were, like, six or seven. It had to be second grade. Yeah. I think second and first grade is when we really like started coming to church. Um, and so it's just, like, our faith is different and like... Because I would say me and you, out of Brett and Mary, are the two... I, I can't judge Mary because I don't see... I don't know her. Like, on that spiritual level. Right. As well. 
And that's just because we've been distant for so long that it's hard. I mean, you live almost two hours we away. We live two hours away, you know. Yeah. Um, I know she believes in God. I know that she But their has, spiritual journeys has are faith, entirely different. But her spiritual different. difference, her journey is entirely different than ours. I know Brett, uh, like, I think he struggles with that. I think he's... Right. You know, I think he doesn't know who God is to him or even if God's real sometimes. And, right. I mean, those are questions I've even asked. I think everybody asks those questions. Um, so it's interesting to see where our spiritual journeys are different even. Yeah. Like that's a, man, we couldn't, we should, we could do a whole podcast on that. Right. I think it's just, people are so quick to say, oh, that's your sibling. You're going to be just like them. Right. And that's just, while we have similarities, I mean, you can turn us to the side and you can take a silhouette picture of every single one of us, all four of us. We have the same facial silhouette. I'm not kidding. Have you done it this? It is creepy. No, but I've like stood and watched you like talk up on stage at CCU, like have your face turned. And then I've seen a picture of me face that way. And I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Like we have similarities. I mean, our demeanors are very similar because we were raised in the same home. Right. Some of our mannerisms and our, you know, our beliefs are the same because we were raised in the same home. But yeah, the way we go about things is different. That's so funny. Like, I think the belief that all four of us hold true is loyalty is important. Yeah. Like, I think that's what's so weird yeah. about the four of us and so unique is that the four of us value loyalty above any other quality or trait. Yeah. Um, if you're loyal, you're in. Exactly. I think that's something that we all four see very impersonally. But our hearts are different. Oh, yeah. We've, we're all, we were all born in different areas. Um, our worldview has been shattered in different ways. I mean, there are big events in our world. There have been a big events in our lives, like just our personal lives that have shattered us in different ways. We've all gone through different experiences. I know my problems in high school that I faced and then my problems in college that I faced, nobody else in our family had, like not, you three haven't faced. And that's yeah, and not then, to say that that's good or bad. But, but like even my problems were also so vastly different than yours too. You know, like I... Or, or Brett or Mary's, you know? Um, yeah. I think there's some overlap. I think we all have some overlapping issues that we maybe don't always acknowledge. <laughs> I think we all do. Because <laughs> we're crafts, man. We bottle that down and we shove it deep down inside there and we don't talk about it. Um, pop bottle explodes. Pop bottle exploding. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really good. I think, I think, it, I think conversations like this are needed. And if you have a sibling and you're listening... I think it'd be good for you, like, to have a conversation with them on this kind of level of, like, how are we different? And then how are we similar? Right. Um, did we get to the similarities at all? I think we kind of inter... It was, like, interwoven in our conversation. Because we, we did talk about, like, how we were both, like, you know, focused on things and how we, you know, there are certain ways we do things that are very similar. And, right. I mean, we had the same friends in high school. We hung out with the same group of guys. I didn't have any girlfriends half the time. I had some, but most yeah. of my friends were guys. And we all... We hung out with very similar friends, even if we hung out in different time frames, well, we did. Yeah, because I had, I had two friend groups, really. I had the friend group that you ran around with, with me, and then I had my other friend group. Right. You know, because there was Brandon, Darian, Mitch, you, um, and that was one group of friends that I hung out with pretty consistently, and then there was Stevie, Corey, James, Megan, Sam, Tara. Right. Uh, and I hung out with some of them, like, outside, like, your friend group when you hung out with Kara, Megan, and all them was different than when I did, because when we hung out with, I hung out with them, we were more, like, 
we're the science Olympiad kids, we're bonding over science and math. <laughs> and you guys, it was just like, you're chilling, having fun, chilling relaxing. Stevie's backyard. Right. Doing dumb stuff. <laughs> Stevie. Uh, life's funny. Um, other than that, Megan, I just want to thank you, one, for coming on the show, because... Uh, I think this has been a really fun conversation. It's definitely the longest Coffee with Craft episode we recorded yet. Um, which I talk I think, a lot. <laughs> Sorry. I talk a lot, too. I think that's how we're super similar. We can talk for days, days yeah. on end. Um, I, I do so many silly voices now. It's not even funny. I've always done silly voices. But, Don't act like that's a new thing. But, like, I feel like I've gotten good at it here recently. Like, Have you been practicing? Shh. What, in doing the, the privacy of my... <laughs> you say in the mirror? I sure did. Oh my gosh, you're lame. Uh, don't out me about my voice practicing on the podcast, Megan. Sorry. Uh, but on that note, friends, uh, it's time for us to say goodbye. I hope we come back again. I hope you grab another cup of coffee. And I hope you'll join us again in the conversation on the Coffee with Craft podcast. You're wonderful. I'll see you next time.